Welcome to Getting Unstuck with Wendy B. Uh, we are live. I, Sorry I wasn't here last week. I was leading Reclaim Your Power with a few other people and we were uh, working with people from Africa and all over the world. It was awesome. So I couldn't do my Facebook Live last Sunday, but today I can. So we're going to go back to nine things to give up uh, if you want to be happy. One is complaining, and, and uh, I did a, a Facebook Live last oh, a couple of weeks ago about that. Number two is limiting beliefs. Number three is blaming others. Number four is negative self-talk. Give those up. Five, dwelling in the past. Six, resistance to change. Seven, the need to impress others. Give that up. Eight, the need to always be right. Ooh. And nine, the need for others' approval. So I, you know, I'm gonna go through, I already did the complaining one. I'm going to go through the others today. In the meantime, I'm gonna introduce myself. I'm Wendy Bergen, or known as Wendy B. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I've created six different businesses successfully, and then now I'm working on a seventh. I have a podcast, so I've got 60. In fact, this will go into that podcast. Diving at 60 and beyond, you know, getting unstuck and just thriving. Uh, I'm, it's in over 30 different countries and has over 27,000 followers. Hi, Melissa. Thank you for watching. I've written two great books. And one is a bestseller, Getting Unstuck. And I'm a transformational solution coach. And I'm an expert at zeroing in on what's holding you back and help you unlock your full potential. And I'm a proud mom of two adult children and a fun-loving grandma. And I love leading Reclaim Your Power. That's a course that I lead because I believe it's your birthright to be successful and powerful no matter what you're up to. So I'm a certified Reclaim Your Power facilitator. So let's start about happiness. So what last uh, time I did a Facebook Live, I talked about giving up complaining so now we're going to go uh, to give up your limiting beliefs there's a chapter in my book just so you know you can get my book on amazon it's called getting unstuck i got my pencil in there getting unstuck 30 ways to bring clarity freedom and power there's a chapter on limiting beliefs i i'm not quite sure what chapter is that like uh there is a chapter, let's see, I don't want to spend a lot of time going through it, so, uh, but one of the things that I, I will tell you is, you know, if you're judging people, that's a limiting belief. If you have a thought that it should be a particular way, consider uh, that you have a limiting belief, because anytime we have a should, there's no other possibility. It should be this way. You should take out the garbage. You should, there's no other possibility, right? So that's a limiting belief. So start looking at and, and uh, uh, you know, uh, it's chapter 24 in my book about giving up limiting beliefs. So let's see. Imagine what has you stuck or stopped in reacting to life rather than creating your life. You're the author of your life. Oh my goodness. I was working with a client and she said she had a breakthrough with me being her coach. So this is good. 
we were in a seminar together and we agreed to be accountability partners. And I said that as an accountability partner, I wanted to create an intention to live into every day. I articulate daily goals, promises, that I don't necessarily know how to achieve. And then I generated the actions to have what I had declared actually happen. Um, and so I did this continually throughout our time. And um, I won't go into the full chapter, but she said she started to recognize that uh, uh, out of um, one of the things about this client was she was a very accomplished woman and she owns her own home, she has no mortgage, she's raising teenagers and most would say she's really successful and she started for the first time being present to the power of word and daily declarations. She rarely set daily goals and never generated how her day was going. Uh, or generate the person she was going to be. She just reacted to her circumstances and did what she felt like doing. She saw that she seldom experienced being fulfilled or satisfied, and she frequently complained about others, and she was a victim of her circumstances. And one of the things I recognized is that she started to recognize that she too had a say in her life. So she had a limiting belief that it was a particular way, and um, and she started seeing she was the author of her story. And now I wrote this book a couple of years ago, and this woman is like, she is just blown out of the water by making declarations and you know constantly giving up her limiting beliefs. And we all have them, even me as a coach, I have limiting beliefs. That's why I believe it's really important if you're a coach to have coaches so you can keep giving up your limiting beliefs. She had uh, never experienced before in her life being the author. She was just reacting in life. So if she was having a bad day, she used that as an excuse not to do what she said she would. She started to write daily intentions and making promises and soon began feeling, feeling more fulfilled. She also observed that I've never had a bad day, that I never had bad days, even when things didn't work out, because her and I have been accountability partners for a few years. I had bad moments and used them as opportunities to grow and create new things. So that's the opportunity when we give up living in belief. So I'm inviting you to look at where is where are you limiting yourself? Where is a should? Now, number three, blaming others. You are the author of your story. And I don't think we realize that. Like, we might say it, but we don't really get it. We can't blame others. Even if we've had a, a challenging past, blaming others doesn't cut it. You have to start, even if someone's doing something that isn't acceptable. Uh, I just saw something today. Uh, a daughter called me and raised her voice. Didn't you get my text? I need $150. You need to e-transfer me. Like there was just this anger in her and this. Now, and I... I have a complaint that she does that a lot, but what I saw was, and I, because she's, uh, 
you know, stuck in the mountains and needed the money for gas or whatever. I, I sent her an e-transfer, but I thought afterwards, you can't complain because you've trained her that it's okay to yell and, and uh, make these demands and you always give in. So I thought, wow, when I start taking responsibility, like I need to have a conversation with her that the next time she needs money and she calls and she's not polite about it and I'm not going to give it to her, no matter if she's stuck in the mountains or not. Right? So I, and I got, she did that out of fear, but it's like, if I complain, then, you know, like I have to look at, if I have a complaint, where can I create a solution so that I don't have to have that complaint? Because if I have that complaint going ongoingly, I'm getting something out of, there's a payoff. I get to be right about something, you know, so... I just thought I'd share that. <laughs> I just saw that as I... Um, now, so give up blaming others. Create solutions. Another one is, uh, number four, is give up negative self-talk. The way that I started learning to give up negative self-talk was I had to start journaling a gratitude list. Like I had to looking at no matter what was going on to what could I find what could I be grateful for uh, I'm just going to share a brief note from chapter 7 keeping a, a gratitude is you know I was complaining to someone how my daughters and others treated me one day and she suggested you know my coach suggested that I make a list of all the things I was ha unhappy about. And then I put it away. And then several days later, I was talking to my friend, saying how fabulous my kids were and others around me. And she suggested I make a gratitude list. <clears throat> and she said it might be useful the next time I feel upset with other people. So I, I'm, <coughs> pardon me, it made sense to me. Just a minute, please. Make sure you're drinking lots of water if you're complaining about the heat. Drink tons and tons of water. When I put my new list in the drawer I kept where I kept my papers, I noticed my earlier list and reread it. Imagine my surprise. My list of grievances was almost identical to my gratitude list. The same people, my same life situations. Nothing about my circumstances had changed except the way I felt about them. For the first time, I truly understood how much my attitude dic dictates the way I experience the world. So my invitation around <clears throat> negative self-talk is, you know, have a couple of good friends and, you know, just say to them, you know, I'm going to put a penny or a nickel in a jar every time you hear me say something negative. Don't make me wrong, but just say, oh, was that negative? Or, you know, create something so you can actually start becoming aware of your negative self-talk. Because sometimes we don't even realize it. Like, sometimes I say things, and I'm always around other coaches. And they'll, like today I was on a, a call for two hours, and he said, you know, you're not aware of what you're saying. And then he repeated what I said, and I went, oh, I said it that way? So... <clears throat> And not that it was terribly negative, but it wasn't powerful. It was, 
So w I, I assert sometimes it's such a habit to, you know, uh, you know, do something, you go, oh, that was really stupid, or I'm not smart, or uh, why on earth would I do that? That's negative self-talk. So I'm inviting us to catch when we do that, and then maybe make a list of the, the exact words we say, and then brainstorm with a couple of good friends that love and adore you. What could you say instead of that that would be powerful right don't make it wrong but and, and maybe have a, a jar where you put a nickel in every time you do uh, uh, negative talk and see how often you do that and then you know track it track it for um, track it for a week and then really pay attention and then notice how it goes down like maybe you're doing 25 or 50 negative self-talks and then you find oh uh, after you've tracked it for a week or two, then it's like it's down to, you keep reducing it, right? You know, I'm, I'm actually going to end it right now, and I'll do five, six, and seven next week. I, I don't want these Facebook Lives to be too long, and if you're listening to the replay, please uh, put a comment and, and say, make a comment on, on things I've said. Maybe you have better ideas than me, and you can put them in the uh, replay comment. I would love to hear from you. So uh, nine things to give up if you want to be happy. One complaining. And hi uh, David, thank you for being here. So give up complaining. Two, your limiting beliefs. Three, blaming others. Four, negative self-talk. And then next week we're going to talk on dwell, uh, you know, number five, dwelling on the past. Give that up. Six, resistance to change. Seven, the need to Im impress others. Then the following week, we'll give up number eight, the need to always be right, the need for others' approval. So thank you for listening uh, to Getting Unstuck with Wendy B. Check out on uh, Amazon my Getting Unstuck with Wendy B, uh, 30 Ways to Turn Your Limiting Barriers into Clarity, Freedom, and Power. And the other thing is you can go to my website, wendybergen.com, and get, I offer a complimentary session, uh, and we can discuss about the nine things to give up, whatever you want. Um, it's a, a gift from me to you and to have you move forward. You can just go to wendybergen.com and book a session with me, and I'd love to have you move forward. I will see you next week. I'm not leading next week, so I will see you next week at noon. And please drink lots of water. It's hot out there. Wear sunblock, wear a hat, take care of yourself. And we will talk to you next week. Oop, a wasp just came by me. So I will talk to you then. Thank you for being on Getting Unstuck with Wendy B. Let's get you unstuck and thriving. Bye now. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.